When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. He's back. The man himself, Gianni Batici, is back from Qatar. He's helped the Japanese fans clear up the stadium. He's mingled with the Brazilian fans. You've been all over the place. How was it? Oh, it was amazing. Um, it was so cool just spending time with fans from different cultures. And the Japanese fans were amazing. That was definitely my highlight. Like going to a Brazil game in a World Cup, I thought wouldn't get beaten. Seeing Brazil in a World Cup, mm. lifelong ambition. But then watching Japan knock Spain out with the Japan, who Matoma, by the way, so good in that second half. Um, but yeah, the, the fans just make World Cups, don't they? And it was really special. It's been a good World Cup for Brighton. Not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> so, really many, so many players, you know, and then capped <laughs> off with McAllister winning. I hear uh, Chelsea are going to put, uh, no, Spurs are going to put a £30 million bid in for him. Yeah, maybe you get his, like, left big toe with that. Definitely not going to yeah. get a full a full player. Um, it's great to be back. We were just saying off air that um, we've both been doing sort of World Cup content. It's been challenging uh, in different ways. Yeah. The game, let's say, hasn't been the best. Uh, this hasn't been the best offering for the official game. Fan team, I have I have really enjoyed. Um, I think they yep. they absolutely nailed it. Uh, some of the other ones, not so much. But that all is all gone now. The World Cup's over. We have got our Christmas jumpers on, even though it feels like Christmas has already happened. Christmas is like in a couple of days, uh, yeah. which is weird. And we've got game week seventeen to look forward to. You, you're excited, right? I'm so pumped for game week 17. I must admit, during the World Cup, I kind of parked FPL thinking. I didn't tinker or anything. But the last four or five days, I'm fully back in FPL mode. Very excited. And look, what I'd say about the FPL game, having played like the, the FIFA game sort of with with so much attention in the last month, I realised how good the FPL mm. game is. And I, and even, even the classification of players, every season, I don't want to get into this discussion now, but just to give you the top line on it, every season we talk about players like Mo Salah being listed as a forward and what all these wide forwards. Well, FIFA listed all their wide forwards as forwards and it meant that each week we couldn't buy them because there's only three slots available and the game's midfielders in which we had five picks, there was no one we wanted. So the likes of, you know, Mbappe should, in the FPL, he'd be a midfielder, the same as Salah. But of course, he was a forward. So was Messi. So was so was Dembele. So was Rafinha. You know, Rafinha was a forward. Yeah. It's just so annoying. Um, so I like our game very much. Yeah, I think it, it does kind of put into context how the simplicity of FPL. That is why it's got 10 million plus players playing. And, you know, we can talk about them adding in, you know, defensive midfielder contributions or changing, you know, adding, you know, different formation tweaks and all that kind of stuff. But... You see some other games, don't you, like you say, and you think, actually, this could go wrong if they try and change too much and suddenly it's not the game 
that we like. Not not to keep badgering about fan team, but I do really like the the yeah. um, safety net feature. Oh, I loved the fan. I played fan team really properly, but and, and enjoyed it, and it was so so much better compared to the FIFA yeah. game. The, the, the safety net feature for, for anyone who, who isn't aware is you, you pick a player, and if that player doesn't start, you get the next player down on the list. So you don't have a bench essentially. You pick eleven players, and then you get the next player, which which works really well. It doesn't work so well for like blank game weeks and things like that, because then obviously there's no players in the team on the safety net. So there's it's, again, it's not perfect, but it's uh, it's quite a clever uh, different way. Um, right, no sponsor uh, this week, um, so we can go straight into it. There's already some people asking in the chat. Let's hope it's not another template set up. Well, I am delighted to reveal after doing quite a few of these and them all being quite similar. It's me and Janny. Come on, it's not going to be a template uh, set up. So here is Janny's team, which is alarmingly similar to the team that I uh, will be showing on Black Box and on the team uh, reveal on, on Thursday, which I was really surprised. I mean, we, we play the game fairly similarly in, in a lot we of do. ways, but we don't tend to have the same teams um but, no, but we do always agree on that we do play the game in a very similar way as from mm. all the content creators out there like if you take the sort of pro pundits from scout i would say if i was to align myself with any of them in terms of gameplay it would be you mm. well, you would be my chosen one oh, that's, that's very, very kind <laughs> i'm gonna take that as a compliment yeah hey, uh, it's not good it's not necessarily <laughs> yeah. a good thing by the way like my gameplay is you know but yeah i'd say you and i are definitely the most aligned for, for me anyway yeah i mean people can compare this to some of the other teams that, that we've looked at so um i'll, I'll just read three you've got De Gea in goal uh, and dallow uh, walker and james uh, martinelli de bruyne kulazewski rashford harland darwin and mitrovic and then ward trippier andreas and your best mate who's somehow <laughs> gone from the gone from the the before into the new uh is kinder bueno who plays for for wolves so I mean, there's I mean, there's loads of things to to discuss. I mean, firstly, let's start in goal. I'm so bored of saying, you know, Kepper and Ward being the the um, the go-to combination. Everyone's got it. Absolutely everyone. I'm not sold on it at all. You've gone the same route as me. You've gone for a bit of a punt on on Reece James. I'm finding the goalkeeper position a bit tricky though. How are you feeling about yeah. that? Here? Yeah, I like it. I've just realised as I have actually got to change this team. <laughs> I've got Mason Mount in there, haven't I? So instead of, it's not Martinelli, it's Mount, but it's very similar. But we'll get to the midfield later. Okay. And it actually gives me, I think, 1.5 or 2 million in the bank. I'm so sorry. I forgot the uh, the, the changes we made this morning. Um, so, it's, so it's Martinelli out, Mount in. Yeah, because when I asked you this morning to put Kulu in, I asked you to go Kulu in for Martinelli, but you did Kulu for Mount and I didn't realise. It's this kind of, you know, on the ball <laughs> analysis Jenny, which is why we keep you on it <laughs> when you're making that, that that change if you can i don't know if it's a show mount but i'm going to talk to gaia because i'll try I you you keep everyone occupied and i'll try and make the change i do think people are sleeping on him i i i was really surprised that whenever we had david de Gea with a price point starting with a four and yes we think we're gifted with kepper but we don't know if he's going to be chelsea's number one long term and we do know he's got a flag on him do watch out, by the way, guys. Today, Chelsea do have a behind-closed-doors friendly against Brentford, so check out the likes of Kepper and Rhys James's mm. minutes. But De Gea, 4.9. The first three fixtures are lovely. United are starting to keep clean sheets. Um, I like it. When the, see, the fixtures turn a little bit for De Gea as well, like let's say you don't want De Gea come game week, was it 20? Um, well, that's fine, because De Gea hits Man City and Arsenal 
And those two fixtures, Ward has Forest and Brighton. So mm. you just play Ward for two weeks and then you go back to De Gea for more green fixtures. Um, double United defence, goalkeeper and defender, is something I'm really big on. So I, I, I do think I'll be going one way or another with, with, well, probably a draft with Triple United, which for me is quite Whoa. strange. I, that's not very a very Johnny thing to do, but I, I really like it. Yeah, the the, fi- the fixtures for, for Chelsea are good. Like, I can understand the appeal of, of Kepa and, and Ward because... I mean, the issues with Kepa are we're not entirely sure that he's nailed. You know, Mendy is a is a top class goalkeeper. You sense he is because he plays with his feet, and and Potter, I don't think will like. You know, he he values yeah. that over pure shop stopping ability. But Chelsea haven't been great. I think the, the the deciding factor for me though is that we now have this Reese James option. We've got yeah. him in training. Okay, it's three games in a week. He's probably not going to play ninety minutes across all three of those games, but. You know, he, he's, he's Chelsea have not been playing well. They need him. They don't win when he's not in the team. He is cause, everything because he's everything. He's their best player, absolutely. And and that those spots, those wing back spots, are so important for for Potter. So I'm leaning towards taking the punt. He's down to five point eight. Yeah, I, I really like it. And yeah, like you say, the the De Gea option is is good because of of United's fiction. The war comes in kind of perfectly. I'm looking at Ramsdale potentially. Looking at Pope. I think there's options. I think everyone is being blindsided by Kepa because of those first three fixtures. But then you've just got Kepa, and I'm just not entirely convinced he's going to be the one going forward. I'm. I am looking at. No, I'm, I think I'm set on De Gea Ward because, I, as I say, when the De Gea fixtures turn and there's only two bad ones in like the first ten, you just play Ward for for Forest and Brighton. If I don't go De Gea, I think I will. I do think it will be Kepa because of the price point. Mm. But but yeah, I, I, I re- I'm really surprised to see De Gea in very few drafts. Also, we like goalkeepers that actually make saves and De Gea tends to make them. United still get shots against them and De Gea is a very good shot stopper and mm. has been back on form in the last sort of, 12 months or so. So cause I've seen a few saying maybe you go Edison and just bank those City clean sheets. The problem with going for that premium goalkeeper like an Edison is you just do not get the save points. You really don't. Like he's his his ceiling feels like a six every week. Mm-hmm. De Gea's ceiling, a bit like a Kepa's, if you like. You know, it's an eight or a nine. I think I've done the changes. Let me just. Oh, good man! So you've just... swapped Martinelli and Mount. I've had to completely redo the whole thing, but it's you know. It's, it's, <laughs> oh it's, no! The things the things I do, you Jenny. Let me just click this button and hopefully. Yeah. I've seen some comments in the chat right. like, oh, the, it's the, the it's been ruined. Love that. <laughs> and thank you guys. Good to see Delia and Colm and, and Nuclear uh, so active and Cameron as well in the Janny and the template don't go together. Thanks, Cameron Star. <laughs> I enjoy that. You happy now? Check the screen. Is that that's, that's right now? Yeah. Uh, I'm on a little 10 second lag, but I'm sure okay. it will be. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So a question I want to ask you is, so when I, when I was putting my team together, I... Pick three players that were gonna. I was gonna build a team around. They all happen to be from one team, and I kind of worked from there. <laughs> Did you do similar with this? Did you? Mm. Do you know like there's there's, there's you know there doesn't have to be three. Was there which players were you hundred percent certain when you put this together? Yeah, I was always big on um, on on that that front line. So the Harlan Mitrovic mm. Darwin, and that then influenced the rest of the team because by going Darwin, that then influenced the decision to maybe go no Salah, and then that influence the decision to go yeah De Bruyne are in but then I want the expensive mids and yeah that is bang on with Rashford Mount and Kulu which doesn't allow a Cancelo for example so I think I worked from top to bottom which is strange because usually I'd pick my defense first and then you go and think oh do I need an enabler up front or whatever but I'm so big on Darwin 
Two goals in a friendly last week as well. We like that. I do think Salah's still a really good pick. Like Salah and Darwin together with Bobby Firmino slightly deeper than them will be the front three. And that front three worked just before the World Cup. And with no Luis Diaz and Jota, Darwin is nailed. So having that front three sort of split strikers, if you like, Salah central, Darwin central, Bobby deeper. It's a really nice front three, but you can just save so much money by going Darwin mm. that I think they'll be very similar in terms of output. And you just can't have them all. And look, from Liverpool's fixtures, the first six Liverpool fixtures, only two of them are at Anfield. And sure, Salah can go big away from home, but I much prefer this Liverpool team at Anfield. And I'm always worried about not owning Salah for those Anfield games. But with only two from six, and they're not the easiest two, I'm very happy going without Salah for once. And look, no one's going to be captaining him anyway. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, I, I worked for the forwards, wanted De Bruyne. And look, I would love Foden. You and I both love Foden in this game, as, But... The rotation scares me a little bit. Mm. He's actually been given a little bit more time off. I think he only returns to training like today or tomorrow. Some of the other England lads like Saka and Mount have been back for days. Foden's still not back at Man City. Um, De Bruyne is just the minutes. The minutes are there. And look, City have got the double game week on top of Liverpool as well. So they've got any additional fixture. Um, Triple City's an absolute must. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that I'm not seeing more. De Bruyne's and I think if people aren't going De Bruyne they're going Foden to kind of cover it and like you say you and I are, are the biggest Foden fanboys going but yeah. I have I have doubts you know that, that you can't just ignore what happened in the last month of, of the, the season you know, before exactly. it ended with him missing missing all those games I think he he will play the majority of minutes but when you've got a player like De Bruyne there who's got the minutes guaranteed because of how early Belgium went out they've got the free games they've got the double I think you just need to have the best options from the best team debatedly <laughs> actually it's Arsenal yeah. at the moment uh you haven't got any um but you know it's uh yeah I think so I mean the big the big the big things that your team haven't got are Salah as you mentioned you've got Darwin some people are doubling up Salah and Darwin which is a lot of money to be putting into that Liverpool yeah it's um, your budget a lot of a lot of budget but you haven't got Cancelo now I yeah. kind of put Cancelo in that same bracket as, as De Bruyne and, and Haaland. And when I talk about the three players I started with, it was those three. Cancelo, De Bruyne and Haaland built the team around them. Walker? Do you, yeah. Can't, I'm can't not set on Walker. too comfortable I'm, with that, right? I'm not set on Walker. Do you know what it was? Cancelo was a lock. Like, I thought he was a lock. When I first started doing my drafts, he was in all of them. Like day one of tinkering, four or five days ago, Cancelo was there. And I was just like, oh, just check out the prices of the other City defenders. I don't look at the other City defender prices because I've always just got mm. Cancelo. So there, there, there he is, Cancelo at 7.4. And I'm looking down the list going, gosh, okay. Akanji's played every minute. He's 5.0. Stones is getting a lot of minutes, 5.4. The problem with the centre-backs is we don't know who's going to play. Ake's been getting love. Diaz, Laporte have been in and out. Akanji's been getting all the games. But again, I don't know if we can guarantee that post-World Cup. Stones, we don't know. I thought, well, Walker was out. He's dropped in value because he was out injured. The start of the season, he did start them all. Like the first six game weeks, he started mm. all six when he was fit. 4.8 million. Even if Carl Walker isn't guaranteed to start three and three and he starts three and four or two and three, I think he's still good value at 4.8. So look, I need to know he's going to be starting the majority of games. If he's not, I sell him to one of those other centre-backs that are. But I I didn't realise I could go without Cancelo. But drop 2.5 million and still cover that City defence. If Cancelo's getting attacking returns every week, the 2.5 is well invested in Cancelo. But this season, this season only, 
the attacking output has massively, massively dropped for Cancelo. And I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, you'll get the occasional 15-pointer, but I'm not sure the extra 2.5 is worth it. I don't think he's worth it long term. Um, and I, you know, kind of my season turned around when I actually got rid of him. Yeah, um, I remember you doing and, that. And, and went cheap in defence. And it wasn't pleasant watching a lot of those games, but he didn't do that well. I think he, he only got one clean sheet in six or, or something crazy like that. Um, the, the tricky thing is, though, I mean, it's Leeds and then Everton and then Chelsea and then a double. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it is, it's short term. It's a very, very good run. I mean, Akanji has been excellent. Akanji wasn't really a factor when Walker was there last time. He yeah. we, We've seen him sort of playing at right back as well. Walker doesn't get forward that much. It's not like he's going to be missing like loads of you know great runs down the right-hand side if he does play Akanji there instead of Walker. I think he's a, I think he's a big gamble. Walker, I it, get, I get it. It is a gamble. Carabao Cup's going to tell me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have one game to scout City. I'm, I'm going to cover the City defense. It's probably going to, it's going to have to be without Cancelo if I want this sort of team. So there's a chance I move to an Akanji, for example, or a Stones, um, and find the extra funds. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent set on Walker either. But at the moment, he feels like he feels like he could start the majority of games still because Pep has played Walker when he's fit. Um, and there's no evidence to suggest he won't start other than the fact that Kanji has played well and there's been other options because we've seen Ake play left back and Cancelo right back. Um, but for the time being, I think I'm willing to risk it. He's a nice placeholder there. And look, worst case scenario, the way this squad's built, I have Trippier coming for Walker and it's not the end of the world. Mm. You're just then not covering City's backline, which they're the best defence in the league. Um, the fixtures are okay, uh, but they're not amazing fixtures, uh, but they're going to get clean sheets because they always do. I think the expected goals conceded for City all season is something like 10, obviously leading the way. I think Arsenal were second. Um, yeah, they're not far but, behind but, Arsenal. Yeah, Most and again, I've, I've gone... So this team doesn't have Cancelo, which you point out, doesn't have Arsenal and it doesn't have Almiron. They're probably the three big things I don't have. Yeah. Uh, we do have nearly 200 people watching. We've got only seven likes, so... <sighs> Come on, Jenny. Give him a give him a give him a nudge. Or, Are or a you poke. kidding me? Are you kidding? Uh, come on, guys. You don't need to be told. Yeah, <laughs> give us a like, guys. We do appreciate it. We're trying to ramp up the content again, and I think yeah, like I said, the World Cup stuff has has, has been quite slow. It'd be nice to get back to doing more videos and and things and help us out with the algorithm uh, by giving us a like. Right, you might have seen my tweet earlier about Mason Mount. I am very very much against. Money Mace and anyone. Did, did I who's... tweet that? Was was that looking at my team when I sent you my draft? It wasn't actually. I, I saw him. I, I did. I did see him in yours, and I saw him in. Um, I've seen him quite quite a lot. He's he's, he's be- in FPL Harry's. Yeah, I think. he's becoming he's becoming the eight million mid of choice. You've got Kulusevski there, which I really really like. Um, I like Madison as well. I like Saka. I I just I think it's one of those. It's bias, right? I got burnt by Mount start of the season I owned him for the first yeah. five weeks got me no returns all the other eight million mids were firing I just don't get it though I don't get I mean other than fixtures I mean okay that's probably a good enough reason in itself but other than fixtures what has Mount done to warrant a place in your revitalised side Jenny? Fixtures <laughs> <laughs> Fixtures they're so good um, I, I yeah set pieces fixtures look the big thing for me, which would turn me off any other Chelsea attacker, is the expected goals is averaging at like one a game. Like this Chelsea team at the moment hasn't clicked under Potter and we're not scoring goals. But it's Bournemouth and Forest and then a double game week. 
he's the one that will play the minutes. He's only 7.5. Like, I still think that's good value for the guy that's on all the set pieces. Um, yeah, he's going to get the minutes. And I just I just feel like he's got a history of scoring against weaker opposition. I think he scored big against Norwich last season. I think that was the game everyone captain. I captain Havertz and he didn't return. Game seven or whatever it was. The, the week Salah went big. Mount can be a flat trap bully. Um, and he does well against weaker opposition. Well, he's playing three newly promoted teams in the first three weeks back. Bournemouth, Forest, Fulham. Um, I'm going to cover him. I'm going to cover that Chelsea attack. And then as long as he gets minutes today in the friendly against Brentford, he'll be in my team. Quiz, it's question. A Quiz question for you. Mount has played 14 games for Chelsea uh, this season. Yeah. How many blanks? Oh. Without looking. How many blanks? He's had a ton of blanks. I reckon he's had a couple of double digits. He's definitely had a 15-pointer. I'm going to say he's probably got 10 blanks. 11. <laughs> 11 blanks. One assist against Southampton in game week five. Two back-to-back double-digit hauls in game week 10-11 against Wolves. Who are they Villa. against? Against Wolves and Villa. Okay. So Killy likes playing the uh, Midlands teams. Yeah. Uh, and he finished the season with five consecutive blanks against Brentford, Manchester United, Brighton, Arsenal and Newcastle. So not an easy, not particularly easy run uh, of matches, but he has been, I think, one of the most frustrating players in FPL so far this season, if not the most frustrating player. Because he's playing, you know, he's, I think he's only not started one of those games and he just, yeah. isn't, he just isn't getting points. We don't know what position Potter wants to play him either. That's no. another that we don't know what system Potter wants to play, let alone what position he plays Mount in. But again, like that's that's definitely an issue. I do need to see something against Brentford in the in the friendly today to to warrant going triple Chelsea or double Chelsea. Mm. But at the moment, I do like Mount. I also am just going to give a very quick shout out uh, to Lewis Hall, who is a four point five midfielder, who I think could be the first choice left wing back in Chilwell's absence. And I just think when he has played, he was young player of the season last year. Um, when he's played, he's been Chelsea's best player. Lewis gets into the box Hall. loads. Nice. Yeah, he's a four point five mid. He looks a bit like Kevin De Bruyne uh, from years gone by. Um, but do check out Lewis Hall as your fifth midfielder slot. Look, sure, Andreas Pereira feels obvious because he's got the double game week and guaranteed minutes. But if Lewis Hall gets a run of games, he could be fairly dangerous. Lewis, I mean, that is a name that I have not heard uh, yeah. mentioned. On, Honestly, on he's really good. He's So if you win Chelsea Young Player of the Year, you are an elite young player. Um, the Young Player of the Year from Chelsea has been like, well, it was Mason Mount a few years ago. It was... Uh, Broyer, I think a year ago, Gallagher, um, yeah, big players win that award. Okay, Lewis Hall, not Dewsbury Hall, Lewis Hall. <laughs> yeah, not not heard of him. So yeah, okay, interesting one. Yeah, um, right. Let's talk about what should we talk about? We could talk about Rashford, no Martial, but then you got you you got your good front line. I do yeah. like the Rashford punt. I mean, the, Rash- the Rashford punt, the midfield is interesting because obviously you've got no Martinelli, you've got no Almiron as well. He's going to be two very, very big players for, for a lot of people. Um, you've, I'd say, well, you've got, I think Rashford's going to be popular, De Bruyne. I said Mountain Kulazewski Kulizef- over Almiron and, and Martinelli um, or Saka. You see, you're selling Martinelli. I think so. <laughs> Which feels, the problem with Martinelli, like, the reason people aren't selling him I'm pretty sure it's the reason I wasn't going to sell him. It's the money tied up in him, right? We're, we're, we've had him since day one, but 
when you look at the midfield options out there and you look at Arsenal's fixtures and you also take Gabriel Jesus out of the team, I think short term, it's okay to go without Martin. Look, mm. I have no doubt when the fixtures get better for Arsenal, because they're ranked like, what, 16th on the ticker? Um, I want Martinelli back in. Like He's a fa- fantastic player. Um, and he links really well with Gabby Jesus, who naturally drifts left, and you see Martinelli cutting inside. But the output in that team without Jesus, I think, will have a big effect. And I just think there's other midfield options, like Rashford, similar price point, that are just better options short-term for Martinelli. A bit like Mount. Like, I don't think I'm going to have Mount long-term. But for those, I'm just playing the fixtures. And they're not really there for Arsenal. So I'll lose money with Martinelli when I inevitably buy him back. But I think I'm okay with that. Triple United. I know. For me as well. I hate United. Um, but again, I'm chasing those first three fixtures. And look, I could even go, I could even change Kulazewski. This is because I'm not sold on Kulu. I really? could change De Gea to say Kepa or Dallo to whoever. And Kulu could become, and this sounds very punty, but it's again playing the fixtures. Anthony is 7.5. He's going to start the first three. I just fancy United in those three. Anthony, I mean, you are, you're busting out some left field, some <laughs> left field names in, in this one. I mean, Fernandez is, is growing in, yeah. in popularity. I'm seeing him in, in quite a few sides. Is that kind of half premium, a bit like Darwin, Darwin at nine, yeah. Fernandez at kind of nine, nine, whatever it is. He, he's creeping into some teams. It's, I like it. I mean, we're seeing players that, you know, there, there is a strong template emerging. This isn't really it. I'd say there's, you know, maybe four or five players in here, which, which are. Uh, Dallow and Rashford are popular. You know, Haaland, obviously, Mitrovic, Darwin, you know, those guys are. But then you've got a sprinkling of of stardust, if you want to call it that, around. But, you know, I am looking at players like Martial and Fernandez creeping into people's teams and thinking, okay, it would be nice if people do branch off in kind of different directions because there are some good fixtures to target. You know, Mount, for example, is someone I'm completely, I'm not going to go anywhere near, but you can't deny the fixtures are good and there's a double coming up. Hopefully yep. people will stick to their guns and, and you know, pick some of these players that they, they believe in. Yeah, there'll be there'll be a fair few that perhaps are looking at, at drafts without the likes of Martinelli or Salah that that they get really twitchy come boxing day and go, No, I'm gonna play safe because I don't want to ruin my season at the start. And it does feel like we're going into a new season and notoriously we we start game week one and we play for it really safe. But this isn't game week one. We're halfway through already. I didn't enjoy the FIFA World Cup game, but the one thing I did take from it was I had a bit of fun in terms of my picks. I was able mm. to pick always guilt-free, and that's how FPL should be. And I I, I enjoyed the fact that I, I never felt guilty going for punts. I never felt like I was scared of not owning a player that was 70% owned. And it was nice having that feeling. Now, I'm not sure if mentally I'm prepared and I can go to that that same place with FPL because... It's sort of like a job to me and I care too much about it. But I would love to be able to go towards that direction where I can go, I don't care that I'm not owning Salah. I don't care if he's 45% owned and the whole of the FPL community have got him. I think the point is the better picks. I'm going to go there. And at the moment, that's where I'm at. And I, I'm really hopeful that that mindset continues. And I, I think this season I've been playing like that. Um, and even more so off the back of the World Cup game, I've learned I've I've learned that I can kind of go a little bit more guilt free with my moves. So I went mm. threemium from game week one pretty much. I've had Kane, Salah and Haaland all season. So I've had a different look to most teams and I'm I'm hoping to continue that with the the no Salah draft, I guess. But I don't know. 
De Bruyne is still a very popular asset. It's not like I'm picking a differential here. Like De Bruyne mm. and Salah are going to have the same ownership. Just feels like a lot of the De Bruyne owners will be casuals and a lot of the Salah owners will be the FPL community. Yeah. 24 points between us, Jenny. Not a huge, wow. huge gap. Tight. It is tight. Uh, you ended on a red arrow. You had a bit of a Massive red. I yeah. was around 100 and something K, wasn't I? Yeah. 180 you, or something. You had a, I'll, I'll tell you where you were. You, you had a disappointing um, sort of end to things. So... I went like... Mare. I took a four point hit for Mares on the game week sixteen did. and yeah. he didn't play. You did, yeah. I mean you were uh yeah, you were 158k, that was your highest. That was in game week thirteen. So you've kind of more than half that in the last three weeks, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Um Ouch. yeah, and it was game week sixteen, it was the it was the Mares bringing in Mares. <laughs> for uh, a hit as well. For a a hit. hit for one week, which seems so ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the way that's the way things go. I mean, you've made quite a few changes, at least. I mean, I'm seeing some people who have who've barely made any changes. But with this draft, you've got rid of Pope, Cancelo, Zuma, uh, Martinelli, Salah, Bailey, Kane, Mares, <laughs> Williams. Like that's you know that's seven or eight changes. Yeah, and yeah, ironically, Mares will probably score game week seventeen because he'll almost certainly start on the right because uh, he's not been, because he's been playing all preseason and Foden's back late. Um, so yeah. Um, Mares, yeah, I'm just not going to go there. But yeah, I like it. I like I like what I've done. I've like made loads. I've made a ton of changes. And look, some of those changes are players that have made money for me. Like Martinelli is one where I've got value tied. But we haven't spoken about Arsenal and going without. Well, other than Martinelli, Ben White. Like I've made. I think mm. I paid four point five for Ben White. I think he might be four point seven now. And again, like I really like the White pick. I just don't want Arsenal for the first four or five weeks. No. And I'll, I'll I'll be buying those assets again. And it will be a shame, but points over price all day long. And sometimes we get a little bit, um, yeah, we become a little bit locked in on certain players because of the money invested. But all that really matters in this game is points. Sure, it's nice having a high team value, but it doesn't always convert to points team value. Yeah, I mean, you know, having a wild card before this, this you know, pretty intense Christmas schedule, which is crazy after after a World Cup. But if you've got three game weeks in a row very quickly, you can really target those three yeah. those three game weeks and you know even even players like you know I know Dallow is popular but I can see why he is because if he's rubbish his attacking stats haven't been good United have been but you just get rid of him you just dump him you're not yeah. stuck with these players for for a long time so fill, fill your team with players that you know you want to keep for a, a good period but even you know a player like Mount who I'm slating well you keep him for two good fixtures and then a double if he's done rubbish get rid of him it's you know you do have to remember that you can get rid of these players and it's it's yeah. something I I struggle with, especially especially when you're building a kind of wild card team because you think, okay, I want to have this team for, you know, the long haul. But yeah, you don't need to. I like it. I yeah. think it's a good team. I mean, it's because it's similar to mine, so I'm a bit biased. Uh, let us know in the comments uh, what you think um, of it. I think we'll call it there. Uh, Janny, we'll be back next week to find out how uh, this team or how Anthony and Lewis Hall uh, got on who, who I hope uh, I hope end up making the team uh, just a shout out to anyone who is a fan of Fantasy Football Scout there is a link to the survey in the description uh, below it just helps us with priorities for the site let us know how you think we're doing across video editorial um, all of that kind of stuff so if you are a fan and you uh, use the site do check out that uh, survey Jenny pleasure as always good to be back we'll be back next week
Yeah, thank you, mate. I can't wait to be back. I've really enjoyed chatting today. I'm going to literally go click on that survey right now and take part. And also, by the time I've done that, I hope to see those 74 likes have massively ticked up. But if you're not already subscribing to Scout, like it was so good to see Scoutcast on last night. Burning Questions been doing yeah, good stuff. Back. I know FPL Harry's been doing good vids. Um, so, yeah, the, the content plan from the Fantasy Football Scout Network is, I think, market leading so make sure you are subscribing and setting those notifications yeah, I, wonder, I wonder who came up with that with that plan they must be really good at their job yeah, <laughs> <the same>. yeah. <laughs> excellent stuff thanks a lot Johnny. we'll talk again very soon cheers team